Matthew 11 verse 28 to 30 says, Are you tired? Are you weary? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and walk with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly, says the Lord Jesus. I just read from Matthew 11 verse 28 to 30. As sons and daughters of God, we ought to rub shoulders, if I can put it that way, every day with people who are desperate, who are hurting and lonely. And although sometimes we may not even be aware of the dark roads that others travel, sometimes because we are either too busy, preoccupied, or overwhelmed ourselves. And to be candid, most days than not, we might be those people who are desperate, hurting, and lonely. The ones who are in need of a prayer, a call, a hug, or some financial comfort. Did you know that throughout the Bible, all through the Bible, and even in secular historical pages, there are a number of stories about godly, influential men and women of substance who struggled and battled through dark times of helplessness and disappointment. And as it turns out, a lifestyle of money and fame does not automatically shield us from mental illness. In fact, in some cases, it exacerbates the feelings of sadness, loneliness, anxiety, all of which contributes to depression. You know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, I'll read from verse 1, Remember our history, friends, and be warned. All our ancestors were led by the providential cloud and taken miraculously through the sea. They went through the waters in a baptism like ours, as Moses led them from enslaving death to salvation life. They all ate and drank the same identical food and drink, meals provided daily by God. They drank from the rock, God's fountain for them, that stayed with them wherever they were, and that rock was Christ. But just experiencing God's wonder and grace didn't seem to mean much to the children of Israel because most of them were defeated by temptation during their hard times in the desert. And God was indeed not pleased with them. When we continue verse 6 to 10, it says that this very same thing could happen to you and I, to us, and therefore we must be on guard so that we never get caught up in wanting our own way as the ancient children of Israel did. And we must not turn our religion into a circus as they did. 
You know, first the people partied and then they threw a dance. We must not be sexually promiscuous as they paid for that. Over 23,000 of them died in one day. We must never try to get Christ to save us instead of us saving him. You see, the ancient children of Israel tried it and God launched an epidemic of poisonous snakes on them. And we must be careful not to stir up discontent as discontentment was what destroyed the ancient children of Israel. You see, many a times we fall into disappointment and depression because basically we are not content with what the Lord has provided for us or his promises. In fact, when we continue verse 11 and 12 of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, it says that all of these things that happened are warning markers, shouting dangers in our history books, reading down so that we don't repeat their mistakes. You see, our position in the story are parallel. Theirs were at the beginning and we today are at the end. And we are just as capable of messing it up as they were. And thus, friends, we should not be so naive and self-confident because none of us are exempt. We could fall flat on our face as easily as anyone else. And boy, do we fall flat many a times. And so we are encouraged in verse 12, forget about self-confidence. It is useless. We must learn, my friend to cultivate God confidence. In verse 13, it goes on to say that no test or temptation comes your way, which is beyond the course of what others have had to face. But in some translations, it say, but God is faithful. Mine says that all you need to remember is that God will never let you down. And that's the marker, my friend. He will never let you be pushed past beyond your limits. God would always be there to help you come through with it. And verse 14 says, So my dear friend, when you see people reducing God to something that they can use or control, get out of their company as fast as they can. My dear friend, God is faithful. In this series, we're going to be looking at some historical examples of people who at one point in their life or maybe all throughout their life experienced depression, disappointment, anxiety, how they overcame them, that's if some of them did because some tried but they failed. But I want to encourage you that there is no temptation, no challenge that comes your way that is beyond what others have had to face. But much more than that, God is faithful. God will not allow you to be pushed past your limits, but you must develop God confidence. The more you develop confidence in God, the less you will be disappointed by the challenges of life because you will never forget that God would always be around to help you through whatever comes your way. So whatever you are feeling right now, trust God. Faith sometimes dares to fall forward. Trust the process. Trust your situation, trust your darkness in God's hands. At the appointed time, he will shine forth his light. Walk with him, walk with him. Obey him in faith. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that the manifestation of God's goodness will never cease to be made evident in your life. 
in the things you do as you trust God. Trust God with your finances. Trust God with your relationship. Trust God with your career, with your destiny. As you trust Him, may the Lord always be by your side, giving you strength for each step. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Stay subscribed and we'll continue this series.